What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Next Level You podcast. I am your host, Aubrey Thomas, and I am an intuitive mindset coach for women who know they are meant for more. This is a podcast community for women reaching new levels in love, business, health, and so much more. This is about becoming next level you greatness. So I will be featuring bold women from all walks of life who are answering the call and choosing to rise up. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realness of what it takes to get to the top. So stay tuned for tips, tricks, and inspiration for the average, not so average female badass. A place where we can reach new levels together. Hello, hello, gorgeous women. Welcome back to another episode of Next Level You. In today's episode, I had the honor and privilege of interviewing my previous coach and mentor, Michaela. Michaela is an intuitive leader for visionary women who want to tap into their truth and expand. In this episode, we talk all things radical self-expression, deep trust within ourselves, and inner freedom. So many other juicy tangents along the way. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. It was beautiful and raw and vulnerable and random, and I just love it. I love the conversation, especially with this woman who's made such a deep impact in my life, and I hope she makes one in yours as well. Let's dive in. Michaela, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to dive into our conversation. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And first off, I'm proud, so proud that you have this podcast, knowing that this is something that you want to do for a while. And just like Aubrey always says, just do it, right? (laughs) I do always say that should be my slogan, but like, I think Nike took, no, there's this. Nike took it. Nike took it. (laughs) (laughs) They they have done that first. Um, so first and foremost, as all of my episodes start, I would love for our audience, for our listeners to hear a little bit about you. I know I just introduced you as the badass that you are, but I'd love to dive deeper into your personal story around leveling up and when that happened for you, what it looked like, how you got to where you are now. Okay. Um, so it re- there's a lot of levels as we talked about this, but I'll make it concise. So it really started when, um, and as Aubrey and I talk about, we'll talk about during the entire session is intuition and connecting with yourself. And I've always been pretty intuitive, but there's times in our lives where we let our logic take over versus our intuition and our emotions. And that is usually, if you look back in your life where, um, things hit the the fan. That's what happened. So I took this job that didn't really feel aligned. I first off, you know, was living um, by myself with other women when I was in a university. And um, I was used to a big city, over a million people. And I went to school and I was used to being independent. Then I moved back home to a really small town of like 70,000 people where I expected that after graduating marketing and business school that I would have this big marketing job and all these things. And it was really far from that. And um, it's just, you know, when you walk into an environment and just everything feels off and that's what happened. And I ended up being in a, in a relationship that wasn't serving me. 
and everything. I had an office. I had all the things that you think makes you successful and what university and what people tell you is successful. And I felt deeply unfulfilled. And that is a period where you feel almost selfish to say, I'm not happy. Mm. I was crying. My body was reacting. I felt depressed. And it's like, even my family was like, well, you have everything but I didn't. In the back of my mind, I still wanted to travel. In the back of my mind, I still, my intuition was saying everything but logic. And my entire life, people were like, you're always illogical and stuff. And that became a wound for me that my intuition is illogical. My intuition is wrong. And so that was really hard for me in my head and my heart to go there. But it took, and this is not something that I don't recommend, but in my path, my journey has been pain my leveling up always came from pain um and it came from experience and it came from painful lessons of depression um narcissistic relationships all these things and it, it when i started to look at what's possible knowing the coaching industry was a little girl i remember like seeing like as these experiences happen sort of from jumping around a lot but i'm i started to like imagine a better life and then I started people seeing people in the coaching industry and making money as speakers and I was like wait that's possible and it really happened when I actually met my first leadership coach so what happened was when I was going through this depression when I was going through all these things I seek a counselor helped a little bit but it wasn't until I got into um actually Reiki and then I met I was in this cafe talking to my friend expressing all these things that were going on in my life and behind me was uh, this book called The Trust Leadership, aka we'll talk a lot about trust and trusting your intuition. And in that conversation, um, he said that his friend and also coach was coming into the cafe um, to speak about dying off of old selves, the death cafe. And I was like, oh, death cafe, that seems really weird. And I was about to leave when we had finished that conversation. And then a whole force was forcing me to stay. And so I was like, okay, like intuition's now kicking in. Okay, I'll stay. And as we're talking, as we're, as I stayed in this the group circle that we had, who the girl um, was speaking about, you know, dying off of old selves, she was staring at me really intensely and I was staring at her and it was almost like a remembrance. And she was like, you have something, you have something. And she knew that I was lying to myself when she asked me if I was happy at my job. And she mm -hmm. called me out right away. And so that's where, like, leaning into my truth, a.k.a. trusting myself, that woman that uh, was staring at me, by the way, she was the same woman that wrote the book that was behind me, The Trust Leadership. So that's oh, where, yeah. And that's where it wasn't, and it also wasn't until two years, a year later, where I finally drew my hand, my hand in the sand, working at my job, still lying to myself after that conversation that I decided to work with her as my coach. Wow. And it needed to be a whole year because she wasn't uh, a certified healer until then. She was a coach and a really good one, but it, she needed the healing modalities in order for me to fully transform. So light trust when I say this now, sorry, I jumped all over the place, but trust the timing of your life, trust it, but also any moment in your life you can be honest with yourself that's when you can draw your hand, your line in the sand at any point but then once you do don't force it i love that you bring that up and i love that you 
are talking about leaning into intuition because, and you do yeah. this really, really well. And I think that you mastered it over the years because of feeling like you couldn't trust your intuition. And you guys, there's so many times when we're being given huge, huge signs, huge like red flags or massive posters. It's like someone could like be shoving it in your face and we just don't listen because we don't think that it's the status quo. We don't think it fits in the box. We don't think that we'll be accepted. We don't think that we'll be successful if we lean into being like, this doesn't feel good. I don't want this anymore. What do I want? So you finding that out and trusting that in that split second ultimately changed your life, right? And in yeah. what ways do you feel like you lean into your intuition now more? Like how, how do you work with your intuition? Well, I want to say one more thing off of that and then I'll get into yeah. that because this goes back to connecting to your inner child. I started reflecting and sitting with myself in those moments and I started going through old report cards, okay? Because I remember in the old report cards, which I didn't understand till now, you know how you have like evaluations of different things, there's like five different things and one of them is actually intuition. And every single teacher since SK, I was highly intuitive. I never knew what that understood. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like you look at it and you think like, what the hell? Right? You leave it. Oh, I, I got to put a, put a B in the class. Like what the hell, you know? But no. And I was like, okay, I'm highly intuitive. Okay, what does that mean? And sitting with it and sitting with it. So there's many different ways <laughs> over the years I've connected with mine. Now, I've recently gone through even a larger awakening and my awakening was, and this is sensory more with God, but... I hope that's okay to say anything, but before I'm gonna go there, but before that, and it's not like I wasn't connected before with that, um, it was it started with actually going against my intuition to know my intuition, so that was like the breakdown, which leads to breakthrough, right? And and depression, and all the things. Um, Ricky helped, um, I actually tuned to cards at one point. Um, because I wanted to actually, the reason for that wasn't to actually get answers. It was for me to, because I knew that when I pulled, I would, it would confirm the answers I already knew within me. And thus my mind, body, soul connection actually increased because my gut started to, over time, I really started to tune into my gut. Um, now your gut isn't always the number one sign of intuition. And this is like where it expands into when I was studying gene keys and human design. Not everybody is defined in those areas. So sometimes it's a, it can be false and you can actually, if you're depending on if you're with people in the room, you can actually end up tuning into their gut or their intuition. So I would say um, first be really alone, spend a lo- lots of alone time in nature or just in, in your own room. Um, you can even ask yourself questions that you know are yes or no, and then just feel into your body where that is. 
um, salt baths are really great to decondition, sleeping alone, literally, um, traveling. I mean, I mean, Aubrey and I can talk about this. Traveling alone will kick it in because your instincts have to go way, way up. You're in a, like you're, you become super intuitive because you have to be out of survival. And it's also really fun. That was the first time I learned to trust myself. That was the first really? time that I really learned. I mean, I, I feel like I, was a pretty, you know, headstrong, hyper independent person. But that yeah. doing that and traveling was when I just had no choice other than to listen to what I I knew to be right in every situation and had to be hyper aware of does it feel right to walk down the street right now? Does it feel right to do this? And I just really had to to tune into that. So Anyway, side note, keep going. <laughs> it's not even a side note. Let's tap into that because what's funny about that is when I, that was the first time for me as well. And I did that for a whole month. And that's why when I moved back, that was right before I took the job and the depression happened. I thought I fully awakened. And this is why the awakening process is forever, guys. Like I thought, oh, I know myself so well. I'm a badass. Beyond all the things, right? I, I don't know what the censors on this, but anyways, go for it. We don't care. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> you know. And so I did all those things, but then, you know, it, it's like, okay, actually, we're gonna put you through this whole entire thing to become even more intuitive and even more in your purpose. And it sucks at first, but trust me, it's gonna be great at the other end. And so, um, but yeah travel on your own was the first thing and you have to be sometimes by yourself and and also shout out to anyone who's single right now if you are know that think of it this way the deeper connection you have with yourself right now the deeper your intuition is and the more you can love your beingness right now you'll attract better love which we'll talk about later on in, in the podcast i'm sure i know aubrey and i have talked about this before um, it's all connected. Everything's connected. And so if, when you can start to learn that, or just at least be aware of that, you'll start to see the patterns in your life that connect to that, which deepen even your mind body connection even more. Yeah. I think that expanding on intuition leads to other things such as making sure that we don't give our power away to external resources or circumstances or people or things. So part of tapping into your intuition is also taking your power back in a sense and stop relying on, like you said, Reiki cards, teachers. I mean, all of those things are great when used appropriately or when used in in conjunction with your own intuition but if you don't trust yourself at the end of the day and you're waiting for somebody to give you a permission slip then do you really trust yourself you know so intuition is taking your power back intuition is also freedom of expression and brings you into your true authentic self and being which i think again michaela has mastered this and i would love for you to talk about being and how you used your intuition to fully tap into your authentic freedom of expression, wild self, do whatever you want, no apology, you know? Yeah. Um, every process is different. I'm, I'm going on four years of concentrating on it. But here's one thing I do want to mention that um, I wish I knew earlier to my experience, not that it was bad. 
but um, recently, tap it first off, when you tap into energy and intuition, what energy is it coming from? When you're starting your spiritual journey, people say, and this is, and I hope you're okay with me saying my views on this. I'm going to, I'm going to go there. People say that, you know, Reiki, which not so much Reiki, but some parts of spirituality isn't a, is not a religion. I am a big studier. It is guys. Um, and if you're, if you're comfortable with that, comfortable with being a different religion, that's beautiful. But when you're not sure of what you're tapping into, that's where it can become a little dangerous. Mm. And when you are, and this is a woman that comes in, when you are at rock bottom, you will take anything to help you, right? And so you become vulnerable to those things. And then you can lead onto a path. And for me, it led onto a path of them becoming codependent on Reiki, codependent on these things to tap into my intuition. Yeah. The biggest real awakening I had was tapping actually into God. And actually, recently, I was experienced where I was looking outside myself, but I set the intention that I want to be deeper in my connection, deeper in myself, deeper trusting. And I didn't know. And then you have to surrender to that. I didn't know what that would actually lead to. And it was, and it actually ended up leading to people who were speaking with God. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, I didn't think much of it. I just thought, oh yeah, I'm always talking to God, da, 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 da. But no, a couple of days ago, I was lying in bed and I was calling upon Jesus and God to, to fully just like, I had a little bit of resentment over some things. And I just said, you know what, instead of doing Reiki on myself, how would I ask God to clear it, right? I felt this massive energy next to me. Okay. It was wild. And my heart was exploding with love. Something I've never felt before. And guys, when you're tapping into Russian, when you're tapping into, when you get into the spiritual space, you know, you might feel things that are feeling cold next to you and you think it's your angels. You'll see angel numbers, but sometimes the devil can be in disguise. Okay. And so it's really important to decipher what is being given to you. It can look like love and light, but sometimes it's disguised as love and light and it actually isn't. So when you're tapping into your intuition, you can always ask, is this of the highest frequency? Is this idea even for the highest good? Is this coming from ego and vengeance because I didn't get this as a little child, hence tapping to your inner child? Or is this actually coming from love and excitement? When you're creating and doing things from your intuition, it won't make sense. Um, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, you'll be pressured to make money. You'll be pressured to do the things in order to get X, but actually it's contradictory when you actually, the way I've made money too is when I was fully detached from the outcome and actually tune into having fun and tune into the highest frequency, tune into love. Not only did people transform the most, but I actually got clients from that. I had a video where I was just tune over my headspace completely. I was in a little bit of like, okay, I'm, I want to, I'm, I feel like I have something really beautiful to say in my heart. I'm going to do a live and I wanted to light my palisanto and I didn't have anything but a blowtorch. And I didn't even think twice of it. Mm -hmm. And I literally used my blowtorch and did it. And I literally got so many, so much feedback from that one video. And I actually got a client from that video. So literally she said that. So when, yeah. So first off, intuition is not logical. It is so illogical, um, but it comes from love. Like pure intuition comes from love. And Aubrey, I think I want you to, 
you have a lot to say on this and I, uh, let's, you know, let's hear what you have to say. Yeah. I thank you for sharing so rawly and vulnerably. Um, I think that it's important to point out whatever you call your connection, whether it be source, God, light, higher power, universe, whatever you call it, there is always two dimensions to that. It doesn't matter who you relate to. There is a pure one and there is a dark one. There cannot Mm -hmm. be dark without light, light without dark. So it is super important to trust that intuition so deeply and have that connection so strongly that you can tell when something is not light. You can tell when something is maybe leading you down a path that is not for your greatest good. And it isn't until you maybe have an experience that's less than great because again, all of those things are fun, but they always tell you what you know anyway. And if you just tap into the source itself or to God itself, you would know that and you wouldn't look to those things. So I I, I do want to point that out that no matter what you call your connection, there is always two sides and it's important to learn yourself to the fullest that you possibly can so that you can determine just wanted to say that i want to i want to dive deeper into the self expression and the being that comes from that because i think we have barriers and walls around being ourselves i know that i do mm, yeah you can be tapped into your intuition and still not be fully living yep. in your highest vibration in your mm-hmm. authenticity which Mm -hmm. is what the world needs. And it's so important. And I learned this a lot from you over our time together was being, and I still have a hard time grasping fully what that means. You guys may be able to relate. You see everywhere, like it's not what you do. It's what you, it's how you be. And it's not, you know, we don't, the old paradigm is leaving. And now there's this new shift of everyone just needs you as you are raw, purely in your full body expression what does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? How can we tap into it? And how do we live in that every day without the barriers and walls that we've been confined to? Yeah. First off, I'm not even fully, 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 fully where I could be. Okay. We all have a level of beingness that becomes layers now, but it's being aware of it first off. What I've actually interesting because I'm, I'm creating a whole talk with this later too. I'm creating a whole program around this, and I was just before this call writing and, and, and tapping into this question. Actually, it's really cool you asked me. Um, one reason why, and I asked myself, what was stopping me from being my fullest self? And I'm still not there, but I'm definitely come a long way. Is expectation. Mm-hmm. And this comes to healing, this comes to inner child, it comes to everything, and it comes to limitations you have on yourself. You don't even realize it. And that's why it's important to have a coach. P.S. Aubrey's a great mindset coach, guys. I need to start in there. <laughs> so, you're welcome. She was great. I had a session with her. Actually, she was wild. And I unlocked so much in, in a session that was just 90 minutes alone. So anyways. Oh, um, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I will. Keep going. Keep... <laughs> um, oh my God, it's funny. But but this is for all guys. So our girls, women, people, doesn't matter. Souls, okay? 
we're all accepted here. So um, it's, it's, if you're having a hard time fully expressing yourself, whether it be in a relationship, at a job, with family, family's a big one, I still am having, uh, I've come a long way, but still could be better, especially around money, especially when they start figuring out how much you're spending on personal development, that's also a scary one, trust me. You're like, what have you done? What crazy <laughs> crap are you following? Dun, right? dun, dun, that's dun. A, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Keep keep explaining this, this how we unlock the keys to self-expression <laughs> we'll talk about money blocks and family problems later yeah this is the end this is real unlocking the, the worthiness <laughs> it's for self-expression and then you can whisper start whispering on your broadcast <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should just do an all whisper i'm obsessed can we do that Yes, I'm obsessed with ASMR. For any of you who don't know what that is, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I what is that? In my bed. It's a, a autonomous so, nervous um, meridian response. Okay. Oh. In, I thought it was BDSM, like some in, sexual in, shit. <laughs> no, no. In English, you guys, it's <laughs> that really weird, like tingly, buzzy feeling. I know we're going soft topic, but we're just going. It's this buzzy, tingling feeling that you get when you listen to something that like pleases your senses or you touch something or mm. someone says something a certain way. So there's this whole world of like, oh, I can't believe I'm, this is so funny. I'm sharing this in public. Um, there's a whole world of like pages being turned or people whispering into their microphones or the sound of people eating or this, I don't know what, like people giving other people massages and like that relaxed feeling of being pampered there's this whole world and you have to find what your thing is but i watch this to fall asleep because it literally relaxes my body so much it's so weird but it's great so yes we can do an entire podcast whispering that was a full-on tangent anyway <laughs> that's okay i think it, it, it relates to self-expression though no Oh, for sure. For sure. That's, that's my self-expression. My name is Aubrey Thomas, and I am an ASMR junkie. Hi, Aubrey. I love that. And um, we both have open heads, which means, guys, we will forget a lot of what we have to say on this podcast, and mm -hmm. we probably will go on tangents. And you know what? That is self-expression. That's how all of our like coaching sessions were. Yeah. And we would be like, yeah, we're, this one will just be an hour. It'd be like three hours later and we were talking about <laughs> literally not what we like set out to talk about. And you know what? That's consciously going against boundaries, guys. Here's the thing about boundaries. Really second, for a quick second, it does go into self-expression. However, conscious boundaries and unconscious boundaries. You can sometimes consciously be like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just go a little longer and then we'll just cut back other sessions of being you know an hour and make them half hours like this is where flexibility also comes in your self-expression mm. and it's being consciously aware of that you're doing so it's being mutable and sense of going with the flow and knowing the other person but also knowing yourself it's also self-expression guys so um it goes hand in hand so boundaries maybe we'll tap into a little we already have we already we already went there but um <laughs> Sorry to okay everyone who's like lost in lost where we are. I'll bring you back to Michaela and I's world. Um, Thank you. you were talking about 
you asked yourself, why do I not feel fully like myself? Why can I not feel that way? Right. If you're not fully aware of your emotions, not fully, which connect to boundaries and everything, but not fully aware of your emotions. So lots of times we don't even know what we think that we're feeling confused. Confusion is not even an actual emotion, right? So it's like really knowing what the core emotions are, which is what I've integrated into my work. You can search up the motion wheel on Google, by the way, and then you can uh, figure out what that is. Um, but it's also tapping into your body. You said, you asked me like how to know to tap into your intuition, right? And full yeah. expression. How do we feel? H- how do we feel fully expressed? And why is it so hard? I don't even like to use right. it hard, but why do people perceive it as difficult to be themselves with their right. friends, with their family online? Right. It, it can be trauma responses too. For so, for example. And trauma doesn't have to be like some wild, crazy stuff. It can be simply that in SK, you were told, this is one of my stories, you were told you were too much. And SK for the Americans in the room is kindergarten, I'm guessing. What is it? Kindergarten? Kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, Okay. Kindergarten. When I was in kindergarten, guys, so I'm Canadian, by the way. You're fine, okay. (laughs) If you haven't uh, heard my Canadian accent already. Anyway. If you are scared to say, to dance online, for example, or to tell a friend how you actually feel, or to tell your parents what you're actually doing for your career, or telling them you're going to leave your job, anything like that, it really does stem to mind-body connection and more so your body. Watch how your body reacts. So one thing you can start to help unravel yourself to get connected to your actual um, intuition and self-expression is what's a fear around you for being fully expressed write it all down okay and look at it and then the next step is within those fears feel in your body where is the resistance what does that look like i'm moving right now if she, if she doesn't put this on zoom on my zoom where is the body moving you know yeah you can even tell when someone's talking when what their traumas are when they're stiff when they're relaxed if they're playful all of that. Mm-hmm. And when you start to unravel it, so you can start with what's the limitation, what's the fear, okay? And then what, when you realize what that is, how did that fear serve you? So then it's looking back at um, your inner child, you know, potentially wounds. It could even be as deep as maybe you're carrying it from your parents. Look at how your parents are around being self-expressed. Are they embarrassed of certain things? Most likely, if they haven't done the inner work, guess what, girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever, whatever you did buy with, that's passed down to you. I actually had a conversation with my mom on this, and she was having a hard time. She was like, argumentative. She's like, you're blaming me. I'm like, I'm not blaming you. I love you. I'm telling you, this is the work. I'm doing this work for myself and my bloodline because, and my kids, because otherwise I'm passing off to my kids. And I'm going to clear as much as I can, but guys, we're never going to be perfect. Healing's forever. My kids are going to have to go through the same thing, but at least I've done the work. Right. And it's not a blame game. And it's so important to point out when you have these childhood wounds or these things that are keeping you limited or, or held back in life. It's not a, I resent and blame my family. It's just, we are products of our environment. And if our family or our parents haven't done the work, then, then we obviously will have the same 
characteristics and I have those same things. You know, I was super embarrassed to put myself out there or to annoy someone or burden someone because I saw that that wasn't okay. And so that's how I was a lot of the time, hence why I'm a people pleaser, perfectionist in recovery, right? Like <laughs> I was trying so hard to not be the burden. And it wasn't until I cleared a lot of that and I still deal with it, but it wasn't until I cleared it that I was able to move through it and fully come out as myself, not apologizing for everything, not trying to like, ooh, did I offend you? Oh, did I you know, like, did I cross a line? Like there, what line? Like who said there's a line, (laughs) you know? So I think that's important to bring up and you being super self-expressed and this is what you teach in your program. And I, I, and I want to get there in a second so that you can tell everybody what you do, but where did that finally break for you after you've done this work you've like started to tap it and trust your intuition. And then is it something you still like combat on a daily basis or was there a breaking point when you were like, I'm going to fly? There was a breaking point and I still battle with it. So first off, deeply in my blood and my bones, I know that I'm meant to help women with this part because I'm actually naturally as a little girl started reflecting this is why inner child works really important I started reflecting who I was as a little girl I was the girl that would just like hi my name is Michaela I would just like not care give people a hug run on the beach be wild and free that is me and I started to realize when I've also had a lot of compliments over the years of wow, you just openly said that. Thank you for being so courageous in your expression. And I didn't even realize, it's just me being me, guys. I didn't even realize that that was considered being courageous. I didn't realize that was being considered being self-expressed. That's just like, sometimes also, by the way, your zone of genius, there's things you don't even realize is your zone of genius. So mm-hmm. and that's why coaching, aka hire Aubrey, <laughs> is... Gosh, um, really bugging me. I didn't plan this, I swear. Yeah, it, I'm casually, it's, it's, it's messaging. It's, what's it called? Sublimable messaging. Yeah. We're throwing in here. But, um, it, and also, like, I had speech, apparently speech issues as a kid, all these things. And I really, really, really started to realize patterns of even other successful people who it's not that they're, their their pattern was or their path was self-expressed it's that your purpose will be things that were hardest things to go through yet light you up so Mm. being you know dancing on insta or doing stupid shit or expressing my truth or being vulnerable with someone else i feel deeply connected to myself and my inner child and my joy and my happiness it for me my core subconscious feelings which Aubrey and I we went over this in the coaching was liberation and nourishment and so I dug into what does that look like for me and it did look like just expressing my truth and and everything and where the drawing my line in the sand came from was first off realizing why am I doing what I'm doing I'm doing it because I want to deepen my connection to self and others so the only way to really do that is through vulnerability what does vulnerability look like? I broke that down. And then also where it was really hard was having empathy. I'm living at home still, being 
having experiences in my childhood where being self-expressed was actually shamed. Okay. I've had those experiences Mm -hmm. and being a deep feeler that I am super empathetic. I've had a lot of trauma in the body of response to it because it didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so I had to, and at the time before I connected to God, Reiki was a huge help for me. So I'd really, really have to deepen my connection with um, my root chakra, which is safety and security, really feeling safe and secure in my body. Honestly, guys, self-pleasure, have, like, clearing any sexual wounds was a big one for me. And, and I have, you know, and Aubrey and I personally talked about this. We have that. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but, you know, clearing those things. And it, if you want to have any deep connection with anyone, it starts with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that also relates to self-expression, which also relates to relationships. But we're going to talk, we're going to stay on the topic of self-expression here, but it all goes, okay. Um, and also, God will show you, or universe, depending on what, what you believe in, but my experience, God will show you signs too. So where it started to pick up after I drew my line in the sand was when I actually made money, not from what I was saying per se, or being this like showing I was doing a podcast and and showing, you know, all the glitz and glam of things, but just like letting go completely and playing. Um, That I received income and that was basically rewarding me for being self-expressed that you can make money and it's safe because I actually had a whole notion that I had to be X in order to get Y. But having that didn't actually, in actuality, we think logically that that's the answer, but it's not. Hence, intuition, self-expression is the new way of where we're going. It's a new wave, but it's taking us to decondition in order to get there. Right. And I want to break that. Like, I want, I, why is this a new way of something? Why does someone congratulate you for, oh my gosh, you're so self-expressed or you're so courageous. Why is that not the normal? You know, like, no, it's just, this is who I am, period. It's not like she's self-expressed and she's not, or he is, and he's not like, I want that to eventually become the normal. And it's sad that we now are like waking up to being yourself and we're in 2021. Like what? <laughs> like that that's now looked up to. Now everyone wants what they have when you're self-expressed and that it, it should be a normal. It should just be who we who how we operate. So we're on the trail to break that people. Watch we, out. <laughs> we are. And, and you know go, go ahead. ahead. We do this often by the way. Um <laughs> it's it's not and it, and I caught this too because the world obviously universe was testing me um I was showing my mom someone who I was going to work with and she was like why do people feel like they need to express everything they're just seeking attention and I'm like oh potentially something that's holding back from being expressed we think we're attention seekers by doing so now you can and there are people who are quote-unquote self-expressed so that when do you draw the line? We could talk about that. Self-expression, first off, doesn't have to be 
you know, whipping your hair around on the internet or like showing your ass and all these things and, and being super sexual. Cause I feel like in that it's wounding itself. I've been able to see through it where sometimes being overly self-expressed can actually be wounding. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. First off, I'm not going to bash anyone, but I'm just saying like to be super, this is where self-awareness comes in. Um, it can be simple as you actually just being um, self-expressed with yourself and therefore you just hold really good boundaries online and therefore you will feel that energetically and still view you self-expressed even if you are someone who prefers to not wear crop tops and be all sexual you're still Mm self-expressed and so I actually want to normalize your version of self-expression and I'm big on uniqueness actually and 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 really just letting people be themselves and that doesn't always mean being outrageous although although i i like to be outrageous it's not everybody's self-expression so just that's when you can start to cue in what is a yes for me out of heart and not ego and not like desperation and what is a no for me Mm -hmm. i love that thank you for saying that that's a really really good point and and a good tip and a good reminder so here's the part where I would love for everyone to hear a, how they can work with you, where they can find you and b what this program you've been speaking about online is going just a little taste. I know it's not out yet, but what it's going to entail for those of us who want to step into our uniqueness and our individuality and be fully authentic and self-expressed. Yes. So uh, first off, I am an intuitive leadership coach, which basically means I want to have leaders, those identify as women who are here to be change makers in the world. Um, But really deeply, it starts with deepening your connection to yourself, which is your intuition. I find leaders that aren't end up creating more trauma than good. So that's where we start. Um, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Pinterest and YouTube. Now, my program is called Wild Leadership, and it's all about Woo! being wildly yourself. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's about being wildly yourself as well as your self-expression. It's going to be an intimate group because I value intimacy, and if I value that, so does my audience, um, so does my clients. And it'll be breaking down like how to tune to your body, mind-body connection, intuition. If you already have it, deepening even more. We're going to go into your soul's blueprint, why you're here, and um, how do you can be more of that. We talked about beingness. We will be talking about how to protect your energy in a loving way, boundaries, energetic boundaries, pure energy, um, what is pure, what isn't, and how to make sure that you're doing that. we will be talking about even marketing yourself. So in real life and in your online, being self-expressed in real life, online, having better connections with yourself, with others. Um, I might even do like how to do photo shoots on the budget, branding, because all of it goes, right? And I'm going to be targeting women who um, either currently have a personal brand or are coaches, leaders, or they are working in corporate and know to their core they're meant to do this work. So that's a little taste. There's a lot more. Ooh, it's that's so an eight week program. Amazing. I cannot yes. wait to see all of the things you've already been putting your 
you know, little bits of it online. So if you guys are interested in being fully self-expressed, tapping into all of this wild energy, getting in Michaela's energy and in her space, which is a very special place to be speaking from experience, go find her online, look her up. I will put her details in the show notes below where you can work with her. She's amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in today. What a fun conversation. Hope you guys went every direction we went and stayed. <laughs> That's how we roll. And Michaela, thank you for being here. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay, guys, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Next Level You. If you like what you hear, please let me know in a review and don't forget to click that subscribe button to follow along. You can find me on Instagram at aubrey.thomas. I cannot wait to share what's coming next, so stay tuned. And as always, keep rising, ladies.